0: Thanks for tuning in to Andrea in the Morning. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and following. I hope you've liked our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash sugar-free coach, as well as on Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at sugar-free coach. I will follow back and reciprocate. I always do. do. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. From wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Living Sugar Free Lifestyle Show. This is your host, Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach, and I'm so happy to be bringing you another episode today. We are talking about human rights in your community. This is a big topic, y'all. If you've been following me and listening, you already know what's going on. We're not going to recap. Please do go back and listen to the previous episodes. If you haven't, we have been through a lot, you all. And I've already shared the story. I already shared my recent testimony. I shared with you what's going on with my brother-in-law and my sister. Um, And you guys know that I always try to take whatever the topic is, whatever the situation that's going on, and spin it into a lesson and share for the greater good. And today is no different. So we're going to be talking about human rights. Uh, Of course, today's focus is on community. Of course, on Wednesday, we'll be talking about business. And then on Friday, we'll be talking about lifestyle. But I'm doing something a little bit different this week. Because why? Human rights is a very personal topic. It's a very global topic. It's a very corporate topic. It's a community topic. But at the same time, it is going to take each and every one of us to focus on human rights and humanity and Um, the the well-being of others, not just ourselves. So we're going to be talking about um, all aspects of human rights, what we can do, how we can make a difference, and how we can ensure that our own personal human rights are protected. And, um, you know, just how we can be better global citizens, whether it is, you know, in your neighborhood, in your community, as we're talking today, whether it's on your job, in your business, in your company, or whether it's in your personal lifestyle. This is a huge issue right now because we have so many different um, micro issues, if you will. I really want to speak from a macro um, perspective and really talk about it from a, st- a global standpoint, from a community and a corporate standpoint, because, you know, yes, as an individual, if your human rights are violated, it's a horrible thing. If something happens to someone that you know and love, it's a horrible thing. However, if we begin to address these issues, collectively then they will happen a lot less often to individuals it won't be just because you're black or because you're gay or because you're a woman or because you're transgender or because you're an immigrant or etc 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 if you know like I know been there done that got the t-shirt and it's time out y'all it's time for us to do better And so that's what we're going to be talking about this week. If you have anything to share, definitely give me a shout out, shoot me a note across social media or give us a call and let me know what your perspective is on this, because I'm sure that that you all individually have testimonies and stories that you can share. and, And, you know, I'd love to have your input, but we're going to really, really dig in and dive in and talk about human rights. What exactly are human rights? What are your human rights? What governance is in place or or laws, what, what things can you look at that can help you to understand, you know, what your human rights are that can be protected, and um, what other people's rights are that you shouldn't be violating. So, we're going to get more into it here in just a moment. Good morning, welcome back, and thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show. This is your host, Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach, and I thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you so much from wherever you are in the world. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, be sure to go back and do that. And if you haven't gotten the Living Sugar-Free Revealed book, you can do so on Amazon from my website. If you're listening from Spotify or iTunes, Google Play or Anchor, Thank you, and I appreciate you, and a special shout-out to all of our show supporters. We appreciate you so much for investing in this amazing opportunity that we have to touch so many people. Today, we're talking about human rights, and as I said before the break, if you already know about what's going on in my world, uh, then you know why this show is relevant. I'm not going to go back and recap, because I want you to go back and listen, Um, as the story is told not just by me, but by others, so... um, we're talking today about human rights. And if you know what's going on, then you know why it's relevant. But it's not just relevant for us, it's relevant for all. And, you know, I started realizing that I bet a lot of people don't even know exactly what are human rights. You know, people throw that term around and say that their rights are violated. But do you really know? Do you have the actual um, regulation or, um, or, or, or legislation to support that your rights are being violated. Oftentimes we feel like there's nothing we can do, but it's because we don't have the information that we need. So I'm gonna start off with a little definition. Human rights are moral principles or norms that describe certain standards of human behavior and are regularly protected as natural and legal rights in municipal and international law, okay? Human rights violations occur when actions by state or non-state actors abuse, ignore, or deny basic human rights, including civil, political, cultural, social, and economic rights. These organizations collect evidence and documentation of alleged human rights abuses and apply pressure to enforce human rights. So, um, you know, you don't have to just be at the mercy of people who have positions of authority. Um, And it doesn't always have to be a person of authority, but oftentimes this is what happens when people feel that they're powerless to do anything, okay? Um, Human rights are inherent to all human beings, regardless of race, sex, nationality, ethnicity, language, religion, or any other status, or any other status. All means all you all, all humans. Uh, Human rights include the right to life and liberty, freedom from slavery and torture, freedom of opinion and expression, the right to work and education, and many more. This is why you don't just get to retaliate against someone because you think they've done something wrong. This is why revenge is not a good look. Because people have rights just like you have rights. And even though you feel your rights may have been violated, it doesn't give you the right to violate the next person's rights. So you have to be very careful, because if not, you'll end up in a lot of trouble. So we're going to get more into this, and I'm going to list a few of them for you in just a moment. Welcome back, and thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle Show. This is your host, Andrea Raquel and we're not going to talk too long today but we are digging into human rights starting off today talking about community and if you're a regular listener and you know what time the podcast airs I apologize if it came in a little late today but oh my goodness it has been a very very interesting month actually it's been a interesting past couple of months well actually it's been an interesting year well actually it's been an interesting past two years don't get me started (laughs) but if you go back and listen to my previous episodes you'll see all that's been going on and you'll know when I tell you that (laughs) victory is mine (laughs) um yeah you, you can you know try to take advantage of people all day long but if I give my advantage away you can't take advantage of me and if you come against good people that are doing good things, you are not going to prevail, period, end of story. So yes, we are talking about human rights, and specifically today we're talking about human rights in your community. And before the break, I shared with you just exactly what we mean when we say human rights. Um, before I list these 30 human basic human rights for you, I want to tell you about this website called... Youth for Human Rights, you can google it, um, it's a .org, make sure you get the right one, Youth for Human Rights, um, and it's actually a class that you can take, you can share with others, you can share with your children, um, I, I dare say there are a lot of people who grow into their adult years and don't quite know or understand or have a recollection, maybe you studied it in school, in primary school, and grade school, um, but have a recollection. I, I dare say very few people can list the 30 human rights that I'm about to share with you. And I'm going to go through them briefly and we'll chat about them as we go. Um, but um, just to let you know, Joe G is home. Uh, if you don't know what happened with that, go back and listen to the specifically the episode, um, social media the impact of social media on a life, but also go back and listen to the very last, or if, you know, all of them if you can, The Power of Acceptance. You'll get a very interesting story and a great testimony and example of all that we're talking about. All of the shows culminate and sort of build on one another, so hopefully, you know, you are getting something out of this and and building on, um, you know, your personal um, living sugar-free plan because it's not the same for all of us. And there goes our co-host, Morky Fee. I don't even know what she's barking at. Mork- <laughs> Morky we are on the air. Can you say hello to the people? Oh, here, go inside. Whatever you're trying to get at, go get it. Here. I didn't know that she was gonna to talk to y'all today, but she did. Oh, that's glass, baby. Y'all, she just walked into the glass. Bless her heart. <laughs> Okay, so um, you know that that's our co-host if you're a regular listener. Um, So we don't have as many birds chirping and all of that um, because I'm not way early in the morning like I normally am. And and an interesting story is because of everything that's been going on and because today is Victory Day, V-Day we'll call it, Um, it really literally took me all day to get this podcast done. Well, A, I didn't want to do it until I knew what the outcome was going to be course I knew what the outcome was going to be, but you know, I wanted to make sure that I, um, had the good news to share with you all. Um, and if not, you know, we were going to continue on with our petitions and so forth. But, um, also too, just because I was literally exhausted from, uh, just everything that's been going on. And, 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 you know, if you have any sort of, um, asd um spectrum um uniqueness if you have any sort of ptsd tbi anxiety or anything like that if you're my type of weirdo let me just put it that way then you can relate to what i'm saying oftentimes anxiety doesn't necessarily come from bad things sometimes it can come from really really good things and sometimes meltdowns and mental overloads um um we call it um sensory overload can happen from a number of different things and not necessarily bad. So, you know, I was talking to someone earlier and I was saying how a lot of people don't realize that when you're going through bad stuff, it's easy to keep it together. But once everything works out, you almost feel like you're just going to pass out because of the amount of energy, um, you know, the holding it together and then, you get the good news and you just feel like you're going to collapse. So I literally just was so exhausted that I couldn't even hear myself. I couldn't, like I always, you know, do the segments and then I listen to them and make sure I've covered everything, but I really couldn't even hear myself. So I had to shake some of that off before I could finish up um, and continue on really and share with you what I really wanted to share with you. And as always, this is, you know, from a personal testimony because I can't really talk about anything that I haven't first lived through. And um, this human rights discussion has just been really, really prevalent in a lot of different scenarios and situations. Things on the news, personal experiences, stories I've heard, you know, people that I've counseled. And, and the first thing I realize is that I don't think people quite know what their human rights are, but certainly people also don't know what period human rights are. For others, you know, of course, your human rights are also other people's human rights. So you may not know what your human rights are that you have to stand on and be protected, but you may also not know when you're violating someone else's human rights. And we need to talk about it. You know, as I said before the break, it's time for us to do better. Um, if you follow any of the... Um, um, futuristic, ancient aliens, pyramid, secrets revealed, or any of those sorts of things, like about the Mayan calendar and all that stuff, they talk about how we're supposed to be moving into the Golden Age. That means we're on the upspring. That means we've been in a period of the Iron Age and been in a period of the Dark Ages. That's why people have been acting so crazy, and now we're moving back into a Golden Age, which which means a period of more enlightenment, um more, um, freedom of expression, more, um, intellectual expression, more, um, connectivity between humans. Um, they mentioned it as a matriarchal society, which is not a male-female thing, but has more to do with, uh, um, the type of governance, if you will. Um, just, people tending to be more artistic and more creative and more enlightened so we're supposed to be moving towards that so if you subscribe to any of that then you also agree and if you don't and if you're just spiritual or Christian or uh, Buddhist or Muslim then you just can't argue with what I'm saying because it's the basis of what you believe in So, you know, the basic human rights are, like, so simple that it's, like, duh, but I think that a lot of people take them for granted every day because if not, we wouldn't have a lot of the issues that we have in the world. And if you stopped and thought about human rights when you were interacting with other people, it it would go a long way towards determining whether something is right or wrong to do. Um, You know, we don't have to take classes on some of this stuff. Basic common human decency is based on basic human rights so basically they're listed in articles and I'm just gonna read through them um, right to equality and that in and of itself says that the list that I'm reading applies to everyone as I said before all means all that means everyone it doesn't mean except people who are a different color it doesn't mean except people who have a different sexual preference it doesn't mean except Immigrants. It, there's no exception. It says all people have these basic human rights, and it, it's innate to all humans. That means when you're born into this world, you have these human rights, okay? So right to equality, freedom from discrimination, right to life, liberty, personal security, freedom from slavery, freedom from torture, and degrading treatment (laughs) that's pretty broad right to recognition as a person before the law right to equality before the law right to remedy by competent tribunal freedom from arbitrary arrest and exile which is what just recently happened um, to my brother you can't just throw someone in jail and pick some random law and say they violated when they really didn't you just can't And sadly there are people in this world you know it's a combination of things you know my brother-in-law says that we have this basic sense of authority where we just feel obligated to follow authority even when authority is wrong but I also submit that certain um, cultures of people if you will whether it be women whether it be autistic people whether it be Black people, whether it be gay people, whether it be immigrants, certain people have a perspective that they can't win because of who the um, the offender is. You know, I actually have heard people say, "Oh, nothing's going to happen to him because he's white," which is really kind of a horrible thing to say. You know, you basically live in a world in a society where you believe that someone can do anything that they want to you because they're white and you're black. That's a horrible, horrible way to have to feel. And it's not true. Um, You know, sometimes people get away with stuff, but it's not only white people that get away with stuff, black people get away with stuff. It's not only men that get away with stuff, women get away with stuff. It's not only Americans get away with stuff, you know, people from other countries get away with stuff. So if we can get this thing out of our head that says that, you know, these are the human rights but they only apply to certain people, it's just not true. You know, you may have to work a little harder to fight it It may take you some time. It may be a lifetime battle. It happens. Maybe that's your lot in life. But to just give up or not even try because you just think it's a losing battle, you know, you you gave up your rights, basically, um, because the world is not perfect. um, And things are going to happen, and they would have never put these laws in place if people weren't going to violate them. Um, And so, you know, a lawsuit's not a lawsuit until it's a lawsuit, (laughs) class action or otherwise. Um, So, you know, we have to be willing to stand up and fight not just for ourselves but for others, especially for others. And the more willing we are to fight for others, the more likely we are to have our own personal rights protected or that of our family and friends. You know, if I only jump up and down when it's something that's happening to someone who's autistic like me or someone who's a veteran like me or someone who's a black female like me. I only jump up and down and scream and holler when it's something happening to those people. But if it happens to, you know, a male or a white male or a white female or um, someone from another country, well, that kind of covers me, too, because I have, you know, issues um, that immigrants face as well. But you get my point. You know, we have to stand for what's good regardless of who it's happening to because then it will be less likely to hit our front door, right? So right to fair public hearing. Right to be considered innocent until proven guilty. Freedom from interference with privacy, family, home, and correspondence. That's a whole can of worms. Uh, right to free movement in and out of the country. Don't get me started. Right to asylum in other countries from persecution. Right to a nationally, excuse me, right to a nationality and the freedom to change it. That's interesting. Right to marriage and family. Right to own... Isn't it interesting that right to marriage and family is on there, but we only recently got laws protecting people who don't desire marriage and family the same way as everyone else. Um, right to own property. Freedom of belief and religion. That's another interesting one. Freedom of opinion and information. Right of peaceful assembly and association. Right to participate in government and in free elections. That also pertain to... Um, The recent situation with my brother. A right to Social Security. (laughs) Morky Fee's scratching at the door y'all since we let her in. Should we let her back out? Should we let her come back and join the show you guys? That means if she barks again, y'all have to forgive her, okay? I'm gonna let her back out here. Okay, so I said right to Social Security, right to desirable work, and to join trade unions, right to rest and leisure, which is so very interesting right to adequate living standard, right to education, don't get me started, right to participate in the cultural life of community, right to a social order that articulates this document, community duties essential to free and full development, freedom from state or personal interference in the above rights. Y'all, that's deep. I've never read all of them before back-to-back. the You know, of course, I took government classes and, you know, social studies and all that. So, of course, we've studied these throughout life, multiple stages in life, probably, but I don't have them memorized, nor have I just sat ever in my personal time and just read through all 30. Why? Because I've never really had a reason to just, oh, you're violating my human rights. Doesn't mean nobody ever has. Doesn't mean that. Just means I've never really had a reason to feel that way or say that or to look it up until recently. Um, and I suggest that we should. We should all be very familiar with them, not just for our own personal benefit, but for the benefit of others. You know, so that we can walk around and participate in society and not look like idiots, you guys. Some of these arguments that people have in society is just flat out wrong based on this this is the universal declaration of human rights you guys by the um by the un hello it's not just america for my friends around the world these human rights apply to you that means it doesn't matter what country you live in or are visiting these are your basic human rights Now, what you can do about it if you live in a situation where there's someone violating your rights now and what you can do about that and get out of it, that's a whole nother can of worms, you guys. And I am more than willing and more than happy to advise, share, direct, um, refer um, out of this show if you're in a situation and you're like, yeah, right, Andrea, that sounds good, but what do I do? Send that, send me that message, send me that question, and I will, I promise you, I will make it my business to get you in contact with the right person and the people that are um, specifically, uniquely qualified to deal with your situation. Okay? Um, and that's part of it. That's, that's the first step towards actually doing something about it when your rights have been violated is dealing with people who know what they're doing. Because if you just deal with someone who just has an axe to grind, well, you're going to be their um, soapbox poster child, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be protected. Okay, If you deal with someone who's just making a buck off of you, again... You know, I've heard recently of situations people paying attorneys money and they skip town, never show up, stab a person in the back or whatever. You know, yeah, you can file a complaint with the Bar Association, but good luck with that. So it's just, there's a lot, y'all. It doesn't mean it can't be done. It doesn't mean that nothing can be done, okay? So we just have to be smart about it. And we have to, just like anything else, just like... uh planning your career planning your educational pursuits moving planning your everything requires planning and and strategy and if you watched enough television and I know most people watch way more television than I do you can learn a thing or two by watching some of these um, shows that that show you how to sort of kind of not show your hand when you're strategizing on something and and, and getting things done. And, 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 you know, nowadays there are a lot of organizations and groups uh, that are in place to help with this sort of thing. So don't be discouraged and don't feel like there's nothing that you can do, okay? But from a community perspective, what can we do to make sure that other people's rights are being protected? You know, in the workplace, are we doing and saying things that are making people uncomfortable? Are we um, exercising our power and authority in the right way? You know, if you have a job and you have authority over people, you can absolutely be in a position of violating someone's rights. Um, And you don't want to be that person. And it affects the entire community. Um, We cannot have a um, cohesive community existence If there are people in the community that are are violating the rights of others. And then you have conflicts like, well, how come this happened to this person and they didn't get in trouble, but this happened to that person and they got the death penalty or whatever. Those types of conversations should never be had. It should not. We should not have two different horrific stories on social media and then they have nothing to do with each other, but we slam them next to each other and say, how come this person got away with it but that person didn't? That shouldn't be happening. And, and the whole, if you see something, say something, um, it starts with making sure that you're not the person who's contributing to someone's rights being violated. You guys, this sounds like a big, huge thing, but in reality, it's as simple as you being a warden or you being a a detention officer, or you being a parole officer, or you being a police officer, or you working at the driver's license office, or you being the person to give people their marriage licenses, or whatever, and you decide that because of your religion, you're going to violate somebody's rights because you don't think gay people should be allowed to get married. Well, guess what? Welcome to you didn't write the rules, you don't run the government, and you don't get to decide and uh, take that religion that you think that you're practicing and throw it out the window because you are not God. And last I checked, uh, you are not the judge of anybody. You might be a teacher and you're being unfair to one of your students just because they rub you the wrong way. You are violating that child's right to a fair education. Been there, done that, got about five t-shirts on that one, okay? You might be somebody who works, you know, in the Veterans Administration or, or in the military and you're making somebody's life a living hell just because you take your authority way too far. You enjoy watching people do push-ups and hollering at people, and 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 you consider yourself toughening somebody up. But we are responsible. We are responsible for protecting the rights of others. We are responsible for making sure that we are not violating the human rights of our neighbors and our our coworkers and our employees and our friends and the people that work for us and the people that work in our community and the people that we pass on the street. You know, um, and and let's take it to the extreme of people being beaten up for the things that they believe or or for their sexual preference or for making a decision or how about even because they did something wrong. If someone committed a crime, and I don't care how heinous it was, okay? Think of the most heinous crime that somebody could commit that might make you want to take revenge against them. Guess what? You don't have the right to go beat that person up or do whatever to them. You don't. You're violating that person's rights. They have a right to a fair trial. They have a right to an open trial. They have a right to defend themselves. You don't know. something. First of all, if something happened between two other humans and you weren't there, I don't care if one of those humans was your child or your spouse or your best friend or whatever, you weren't there. You don't know what happened. You don't know what happened to cause that person to do that to the other person. And I'm not saying they're right or justified. I'm saying they could be wrong as two left shoes. Did you know that somebody could be wrong and still be justified? Something could have happened to cause them to do what they did. Even though it wasn't right. Right? They could have had a mental break. Um, they could. It could have been a case of mistaken identity. It could have been... You know, I, I, I. this might not make sense what I'm saying. You may be in a situation and you're like, she's talking crazy, but... I, I My sister and my brother are paralegals, and the stories that I hear are... Things can happen, you guys. Things happen, and and stories are not always cut and dry. So before you decide to take the law into your own hands, or take matters into your own hands, or take revenge, never mind just the law, just revenge, period. You end up being the one in the wrong. That's why we have laws. That's why we have a government. That's why we have a, a... Uh, a system, a legal system, that takes people through a process where they have a fair trial to determine if they're guilty and if they're going to be punished. That's why we have that. It's not up to you. So if you have a conscience, you probably don't want to take matters into your own hands or retaliate because you don't have all the facts yet. Yeah? You might have the wrong person. Hey, what if they were framed? What if the police got the wrong guy, but they told you that's the person that did it. Now you go out and you retaliate against that person. And that's not even the person who did whatever you think that they did to your loved one. Now you're looking real stupid. (laughs) So just human rights. You know, we're all responsible. We are all responsible. And I'm telling you right now, the story that that has just recently taken place with us. There's one person who is looking real, real stupid right now. And since he likes to spy on our Facebook pages, even though my brother doesn't even go on the internet, doesn't do Facebook, doesn't have Facebook, I guess this idiot thinks that he can come on his loved one's pages and spy and find out some information, like, you know, we're like Bonnie and Clyde or, you know, uh, uh, the Gambino family or something, like we just committing crimes left and right, and he gonna see something on Facebook to him, my brother up. But in reality, he's just grasping at straws and making up stuff, and he's taking his authority and his power too far and he's going to be the one to end up in trouble because our system doesn't work like that our government doesn't work like that you can try a lot of people get framed all the time a lot of people make up stuff and trumped up charges and you know try to say people did stuff they didn't do and all kinds of stuff like that but it doesn't mean that they get away with it and you don't have to let them get away with it you can fight and you can win If you maintain, you know, a level head, stay positive, be faithful, you can fight, okay? So, yeah, this human rights thing, it's a can of worms. We're going to get further into it uh, later on in the week. On Wednesday, we're going to talk about human rights in business. I talked real generally today because, you know, really, human rights in the community is everything. Everything from religion to... um, Government, city, federal government, to social circles, to work, that's all community. And it's all kind of like basics. There's 30 of them. So we covered the 30 basic ones. We talked about what it is. And we talked about some very broad um, examples. And I shared with you what's going on with me. So on Wednesday, we're going to talk specifically about business. And then on Friday, we're going to talk from a lifestyle perspective. And I hope that this has been helpful to you. I hope that you go back and listen to the previous episodes. And I really hope that you pick up a copy of Living Sugar-Free Revealed. Send me a note if you've got any questions or comments. I appreciate you all. And I love hearing from you and until next time this is Andrea Raquel the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach and you've been listening to the living sugar-free lifestyle show this is the human rights in the community episode and I look forward to talking to you again in a few days